Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. If you're a military veteran who was exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, or other toxic substances while you were in the service, you have until August 9th to have your benefits backdated by one year. There are actually a number of informational sessions that are coming up soon where you can learn more about services available through the VA. And that's what we're going to be talking about this morning on the line with us are Jennifer Vandermolen. She is director of the Pittsburgh Regional Office. Uh, Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. Also on the line with us is Shelly Nolf. She is also with the Veterans Administration. Uh, good morning, Shelly. Good morning. Thank you for having us. So uh, first things first, and I don't know who wants to, to field the, the first question. Maybe I'll put it to, to Jennifer. What, what exactly is the PACT Act? I saw that in, in one of the press releases, the, the PACT Act. What is that? The PACT Act is a new law that is expanding the health care benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances. The act expands and extends eligibility for VA health care for veterans with toxic exposures. Uh, that's veterans of the Vietnam era, Gulf War era, and post-9-11 era. It also expands eligibility for benefits for those veterans. Um, it has added uh, to the list of health conditions that we assume or presume, uh, VA uses presume, caused by exposure to these substances. It's really helping provide generations of veterans and their survivors with the care and benefits they've earned and deserve. What is a a, – Jennifer, you're with the Benefits Office. Um, So so you you may or may not feel comfortable answering this. Maybe we'll bounce it over to Shelly. But what is a burn pit and and what – when might someone in the service have been exposed to one? Exposure to burn pits or as it may be a particulate matter from the burn pit – is really based on where you served. Okay. And VA has identified uh, locations and dates of service where we will presume that a veteran was exposed to this particulate matter while serving. So the veteran um, just needs to provide us where they served and when, and we will then identify whether that's in our um, presumed list of service. And to give you an idea, uh, this is for veterans who have served... Um, in honor after August 2nd, 1990, in Bahrain, Iraq, Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, and the United Arab Emirates. And so that list, and uh, the well as the list of areas that are considered uh, for those veterans who served after September 11, 2001, it's all can be found on va.gov. That's the website where you can get lots of information about if these uh presumptive conditions pertain to you. And I think they can call, uh, there's an 800 number, uh, 1-800-MY-VA-411. But uh, that next claim and enrollment fair is coming up at 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. on Tuesday, July 18th. That's at the University of Pittsburgh, Greensburg campus for veterans who uh, have served, I I think you said, from Vietnam War on um, and may have been exposed to toxic substances, including burn pits. Is that 
correct, Jennifer? Correct. I encourage anyone who has questions about VA benefits to come down to uh, the event. We will have our counselors there who can provide individualized service to the veteran and answer very specific questions about service and any other conditions that the veteran may feel are related to service. I want to explore that a little bit more uh, later on in in this half hour, uh, Jennifer, because we were talking off the air about how many people who were in the service are not aware that they may be eligible for for VA benefits. They were honorably discharged and like my father-in-law, I was mentioning off the air, have never taken advantage of it. But uh, Shelley Nolf from the uh, VA Pittsburgh Healthcare System, um, I, I know you are in community relations. You're, you're not a healthcare professional yourself, but what are some exposure risks that veterans? What, what are some symptoms, for instance, uh, that they may be experiencing that uh, the VA healthcare system can help with? Well, there's a lot of problems. There's um, skin problems, heart problems. There's problems with respiratory diseases. Um, part of the events next week that I wanted to mention, we will be providing our one of our nurse providers will be providing toxic exposure screenings. Oh. So she's going to sit down with a veteran one-on-one, and she's going to go through a list of questions and ask them about their service, where they served, what they did, maybe if they were around any of these burn pits, that kind of thing. And she'll help them determine if they they feel that they are at risk for these toxic exposures and maybe are already um, suffering from some of these uh, diseases and symptoms. Um, and then if, if you know, there is anything that is concerning, she will make sure that they get hooked up with follow-up care. Um, and then, of course, they can, you know, talk to Jennifer's team to get enrolled for VA benefit, apply for VA benefits. Um, and then our um, eligibility and enrollment team will also be there. So if a veteran has not previously been, you know, come to the VA, they will have the opportunity to enroll for VA and we can start helping them as soon as possible. Uh, Shelly Nolf is with the VA Pittsburgh Healthcare System on the line. Also with us is Jennifer Vandermolen. She is the director of the Pittsburgh Regional Office for Veterans Benefits. We're talking about uh, an extension of the deadline for people to apply if they were in service and they may have been exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, or other toxic substances while they were in the military. Um, there's actually a benefits fair coming up on July 18th uh, from 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Uh, at the University of Pittsburgh at Greensburg campus. But we're going to talk about there are some other there's uh, events coming up as well throughout the listening area. I, I, I don't want to oversimplify this, Shelley, but I, I think a lot of people, you know, especially if you're a little bit older, and I, I'm getting into that category now, they remember when it was common to, to burn garbage. In fact, they remember when it was common for every town had an incinerator where they burned garbage. And, and Shelley, I may be oversimplifying it, but I think burn pits basically were the same idea, right? Uh, people who were deployed in combat and they had uh, garbage that obviously you're not going to pack out with you. Um, and they were burning it. Is that basically what a burn pit was? Yeah. So it was basically a hole dug in the ground and some of them were very, very large. And some of them were very, very close to where the service members were sleeping and, and living and staying. So, and they would throw anything and everything in those burn pits, um, and just light them on fire because they didn't have, you know, <laughs> waste management or any of the those. The garbage uh, truck does not come around when you're deployed to the front line, right? It does not. So, um, you know, that was, you know, one of the only ways they could figure out to get rid of all that waste. So they just burned it, um, you know, again, very close to where the service members were. Um, and so they were breathing all that in. And, and you know, the, the other parts of this law are Agent Orange. Um, and, and it's not just burn pits, but a number of things. 
so, and, and I just want to clarify, Josh, um, there's no debt deadline to apply for the PACT Act benefits. Okay. Uh, but, but if veterans file by August 9th or submit an intent to file by August 9th, they could receive benefits backdated to August 10th, 2022. Gotcha. So they, they can still, you know, they can absolutely still qualify for PACT Act benefits, qualify gotcha. for health care based on this new law. But we just want to make sure that they get as much as they are entitled to. Um, so that's why we're kind of making this push. And, and I think you alluded to it already, but we actually do have five events coming up in the next um a few weeks. Uh, the full list is on our website our, uh, and it's also on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash VAPHS. Um, all of the events are on there. So, you know, we really want, and, and we also don't want to forget that there are also survivors of veterans who are eligible for, um, you know, benefits under this new law. So we encourage survivors to come out as well. And they will, and we can discuss this. We'll give the full list uh, later on in the half hour of of the events that are coming up, and we can also discuss what sort of documentation they need to bring with them. But I'm assuming their separation paperwork mainly is is what they need to have, which is what the DD two fourteen. Two fourteen. The DD two fourteen. If if you want to, you know, uh, there is some uh, financial information that we will ask. So. If you have anything that, you know, shows those kind of things for you, you can bring that along. Um, but, you know, we can we can always make arrangements to circle back and get any information that they don't bring. But we definitely do want to encourage um, if you're not already enrolled in VA healthcare to bring your DD-214. If you are already enrolled in healthcare, you may be eligible for more benefits. Um, so, you're you know, we want you to come out as well. We have a 30-second break to take. When we come back, I want to talk more about who is eligible for benefits and what are some reasons that people sometimes say they, they, they didn't know they could apply or they don't want to apply for their, the veterans' benefits that they've earned, that they worked and they served uh, to, to accrue. But also talk about uh, Agent Orange, which is something that I heard an awful lot about when I was a kid in the 80s and 90s. I heard a lot about it on the news, but maybe has dropped out of the news. And, and talk about some of the folks who maybe served in Vietnam uh, who are experiencing some after effects, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. We're talking VA benefits this morning. There's a claims and enrollment fair uh, coming up on July 18th at the University of Pittsburgh-Greensburg campus, but there are benefit and enrollment fairs and events coming up all over the listening area over the next few weeks. We're going to give you a rundown on those. Jennifer Vandermolen is joining us. She is at the Pittsburgh Regional Office for VA Veterans Benefits. Also on the line with us, Shelly Nolf, who is at the VA Pittsburgh Health care system. Uh, Jennifer, off the air, we were talking about my father-in-law who served honorably uh, in Europe during the Vietnam War, was discharged as an NCO, and didn't realize until recently, he's retired now, that he was eligible for VA health care. He also didn't realize he could join the VFW. He said, well, I wasn't in a combat zone. I said, you don't have to be to, to join the, the VFW. Uh, uh, talk about why, who is eligible, first of all, to receive health care through the VA medical system. 
there, uh, it's a wide range of folks. Uh, from um, many folks who have a service-connected condition are eligible for health care. Those are veterans who've come to VBA, come to see us over here and have um, have a disability or residuals of a disease that was incurred in service. It could be a um, also something that occurred after service, as we've talked about. There was an exposure in service, and many years later, there's something that's happened in health-related. So we will find that condition to be related to service and award compensation. That's really one way to uh, find eligibility to VA healthcare. As Shelly mentioned earlier, financial information is essential. There are uh, some limitations there. So veterans who are not service connected, they look to see um, about their income. Um, and those are two ways, Shelly. Uh, I know it's a very individualized process to determine if someone's eligible for VA healthcare. And, and what I tell all veterans is to go ahead and apply. It's a simple process, doesn't cost you anything. VA Form 1010EZ. Uh, you can do it online or or, or call. Um, and each veteran really has an individual set of circumstances. So I, I encourage every veteran to go ahead and apply and find out if they're eligible. We're going to toss it over to, to you, Shelley, in just a moment to ask you a little bit more about that. But Jennifer, you were telling me that there are women, for instance, who were in the wax or the waves who during World War II, and it probably, unfortunately, is a smaller and smaller number um, yeah. as, as time goes on. But women who were in the wax and the waves during World War II are eligible in many cases for veterans benefits. Yes, um, it's unfortunate many women veterans who come to us as they're aging and they've learned over the years that they are considered a veteran. Many women veterans, particularly the older uh, veterans, don't realize that they are considered veterans. So um, again, anybody who served in the military who has uh, questions about potential benefits they may be entitled to, we encourage you to come to VA and ask those questions. You can contact us at uh, 1-800-827-1000. That will get uh, you some general information. If you'd like to have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with someone here in Pittsburgh, whether it be in-person or virtual, we, you can set up an appointment. You can contact us at 412-395-6160 and we can set an appointment up for you. Or you can go ahead and do that online and set up your own appointment. And we will be happy to meet with you one-on-one -on -one to answer any questions you may have about benefits. Uh, Shelly Nolf from the VA Pittsburgh Healthcare System. Uh, one question that probably I, I know is Jennifer said this is a very individualized process and each person's story is a little bit different. But widely speaking, uh, who is eligible for, for healthcare through the VA healthcare system? Do you have to have been deployed in combat, for instance? So if you enlisted after September 7th of 1980 or entered active duty after October 16th of 1981 and you served 24 continuous months or the full period for which you were called to active duty, then you might, you likely qualify for VA healthcare. Um, that is, uh, there's a lot of other things, as Jennifer said, it's very individual. There's a lot of, um, you know, if you were injured, if you, if it was less than 24 months, but you were injured, you might be eligible or, you know, there's a lot of different things that, that come into play there. And again, you know, with the passage of this new PACT Act last summer, a lot more people are eligible for VA healthcare. So, and, and and I'm assuming if you were drafted through Selective Service, like my father-in-law was, you're eligible as well. When we still had uh, Selective 
service a peacetime draft. Yeah, we definitely encourage them to apply or, or come talk to one of our, you know, our one of the members of our eligibility and enrollment team who will be at these events, um, and they can certainly answer any questions that anybody might have. But but that is a, something that I hear often is, did you have to be a combat veteran? You do not have to have been a no. combat veteran to, to qualify. Nope. What what are some of the healthcare needs that can be addressed through uh, the VA Pittsburgh healthcare system? Let me ask a very basic question. Yeah, I mean, so we we really provide the full spectrum of healthcare. We provide primary care, specialty care, care for service connected conditions, care for um, can you know health concerns that have nothing to do with service. We really provide the whole array of benefits. We've got you know in here in Pittsburgh, we've got we are the only um, VA who can provide uh, certain kinds of transplants. We've got a bariatric center. We've got. Um, an ICU, we've got an emergency department, we've got behavioral health care. Um, so really anything that you need, we can likely provide. Uh, we're talking- and if we can't no, provide it, we will we will uh, coordinate for you to, to receive that care in the community. Um, and, you know, it, as long as it's authorized, VA will pay for it. I apologize for, for interrupting you. We're talking with Shelly Nolf from the VA Pittsburgh Healthcare System, also on the line uh, from the Veterans Benefits uh, Office, Jennifer Vandermullen. She's director of the Pittsburgh Regional Office. We're talking in part about the PAC... We're talking in part about the PACT Act, which was passed by Congress in 2022 and signed into law. Now, this is an act that's designed to enhance the health care and benefits for veterans who were exposed to toxic substances. One of the things we were talking about, uh, Shelley, was burn pits. This is, you know, soldiers who were deployed to the front lines who were, were, were burning garbage and, and often were exposed to hazardous materials that, that were in the trash that they were burning. So, something we, we heard a lot about in the 1970s was something called Agent Orange, which I, I think was a, a defoliant, Shelley. What, what, what was it? What was Agent Orange, and, and why is it impacting veteran health? Yeah, so Agent Orange, it, you are correct. It was a defoliant, um, but it it really. I mean, even people who weren't directly exposed to Agent Orange, people who had to clean up, you know, way later when there were just minor remnants left. Survivors, uh, descendants of, of people who were exposed to Agent Orange, um, you know, Agent Orange and Agent Orange. It, you know, is has a, a very long list of presumptive conditions a, attached to it. Essentially, um, essentially, a very powerful weed killer, right? So, so yeah. no, nobody wants to get you know. You, you spray the weed killer around your house, and it says wash your hands and don't breathe it in and whatever. And yes. but some of our frontline troops in, in Vietnam were this stuff was being dropped, and they were being exposed to it. And nobody in the '60s knew what the health exposure risks were. Exactly, chemical herbicide. Um, and they were transporting it. They were, you know, spreading it. They were cleaning up. They were have, wearing clothes that were exposed to it, cleaning the clothes that were exposed to it. Um, so very, very far reaching. What are some of the, uh, we, we mentioned from burn pits, respiratory uh, problems. They may have skin problems. Uh, they may have uh, heart conditions, lung conditions from, from the burn pits. Uh, similar uh, type of symptoms from exposure to Agent Orange? <laughs> Uh, let me take this one. Yeah, it, yeah Jennifer. Certainly um, the, the most recent that's uh, linked to Agent Orange exposure with the PACT Act is hypertension. Okay. Uh, that is one that uh, we have been waiting on to be linked, but there are many others uh, that are related to Agent Orange exposure. We have some cancers, uh-huh. uh, prostate cancer, respiratory cancers, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, bladder cancer. There's a few other illnesses that we have uh found to be linked to Agent Orange exposure, diabetes, type 2, 
uh, hypothyroidism, ischemic heart disease, and Parkinson's disease are some of the most common. You can find the complete list on va.gov. And, and how does the and Jennifer? How does the PACT Act uh, that I mentioned? How does that enhance the benefits for for people who had toxic material exposures? Um, it it identifies different conditions that are linked to that exposure. So again, if a veteran served in a specific location, and we have evidence of that service through our the service records, we automatically will link that to the exposure. So we presume the veteran was exposed in that service. That uh, eliminates one of the barriers to establish service connection. So it cuts um, cuts some red tape that they would have otherwise had to go through with with their healthcare yes. provider, with the VA doctors, um, and makes it a little bit smoother so they can get access to the help they need. Yes. And I would like to mention as a veteran filing a claim for these conditions, uh, oftentimes we hear from veterans that are waiting to file till they have sufficient evidence. And uh, as we you just mentioned, in terms of a nice way to say cut red tape, we encourage veterans to simply file the application. The VA, uh, VBA will obtain records, they'll obtain uh, service records. So we will be the ones to obtain the records to show the veteran served in that location. We'll obtain any VA treatment records. Many of our veterans already are getting health care through VA. So we will get those records. That's, that's another burden. The veteran does not need to submit those. Really, all we're looking for from the veteran is if they're treated by a private provider to go ahead and get an authorization for those forms. It's just signing a form, and then we'll get those records as well. So really encouraging veterans to file now if you aren't sure to file the intent to file with us uh, so we can get your uh, claim on record now so we can make sure you get the uh, greatest entitlement to benefits that you can. We we have another 30-second break to take. The time goes very quickly. But before we take that break, Jennifer, something that I hear sometimes from veterans is, well, my condition isn't so bad. I don't want to take resources away from someone else who may have suffered a a more significant injury or or combat-related disability. Um, Are they taking away other people's benefits by signing up for, for VA benefits? No, that, uh, thanks for raising that. We hear that often as well. And what we always uh, remind veterans is these are benefits that you have earned with your service, that you are not taking anything away from anyone else. There are, are, um, but everyone will receive the benefits they've earned and encourage every veteran to file. Um, these benefits are what you've earned as part of your service. It's not a pizza. It, uh, right. me, me taking a slice of the pizza doesn't mean you get less pizza, right? Right. Okay. Right. So actually, actually, if I may, here in VHA, we get funding based on how many veterans we treat. So the gotcha. more veterans come to us for care, um, the more resources we are able to obtain from central office. So you you would actually be helping a fellow veteran by coming to us. Okay. Let's pause right there. Uh, Jennifer Vandermolen is with the benefits uh, end of the VA. She's the director of the Pittsburgh Regional Office. Also on the line with us is Shelly Nolf. She is public and community relations manager at the VA healthcare system in Pittsburgh. Uh, there is an event coming up, and after the break, we are going to run down all of the events that are coming up in the listening area. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, and we'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. Support for this broadcast comes from the City of McKeesport Fair Housing Office. Fair housing is your right, and the Fair Housing Act prohibits discrimination in housing because of race, color, national origin, religion, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, family status, or disability. 
That includes renting or buying a home, getting a mortgage, seeking housing assistance, or engaging in other housing-related activities. For more information about Fair Housing Act protections in the city of McKeesport, call 412-675-5020, extension 635. Back for a final few minutes, we're talking about veterans' benefits. We're also talking about a series of claims and uh, benefits fairs that are happening in uh, the listening area um, where people can learn more about what their veterans' benefits are. In particular, we've been talking about the PACT Act. That is the Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxic Act that was passed by Congress last year and uh, signed into law by the president. That helps people get backdated benefits. Uh, They can get backdated benefits uh, for up to a year uh, for people who were exposed to toxic substances while they were serving in Vietnam, the Gulf War, or after uh, the 9-11 terrorist attacks. And if they served in specific countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Southwest Asia. We've been talking about the one that's coming up July 18th at Pitt-Greensburg, but uh, Jennifer, there's also one coming up uh, at Penn State Fayette for people in the in the Uniontown area, correct? Yes, there is. So that's that's um, July July 27th uh, at Penn State uh, yes. uh, Eberly Campus in, in Uniontown. August 7th coming to uh, Beaver County Community College in Manaka. Uh, August 8th at uh, Washington County Veterans Affairs Office. That's off of West Bowes Street at the Crossroads Center. Um, so probably anybody within the sound of my voice is going to be within driving distance of one of those events. Uh, Jennifer, what do they need to bring with them? Uh, We encourage them to come. If uh, they have a copy of their DD-214, please bring that. Other than that, uh, we can take care of you with just an interview. So we're hoping to see everyone uh, come down who has questions about VA benefits and services. Let me also say it's not specific to just PACT Act. If any veteran has something else, they have a question about entitlement to benefits, uh, or an other disability they believe is related to their service but not related to toxic exposure, please come down. We want to uh, make sure you have the information you need and that we take claims for anything you believe is related to your service. And, and that DD-214, that's your separation papers uh, from when yes. you left the service. Okay. Yes. And do they need to bring a photo ID, anything like that, or the DD-214 is sufficient? Yes, no, just uh, come on down. And if you don't have a DD-214, come on down anyway, and we'll see if we can help uh, uh, help you get one. Uh, what happens if they can't make it to one of these events in, in Uniontown or Washington or, or Greensburg or Manaka? Uh, is there a number they can call? Is there an office they can visit? How do they connect with you otherwise? That's a great question. Uh, if you can't make one of these events, we encourage you to uh, contact us at the Pittsburgh VA Regional Office where we can have a virtual appointment with you. And that, again, you can uh, call us at 412 395 6160. Uh, you can also go to va.gov and find the Pittsburgh RO website where we uh, have a self-service uh, appointment scheduler. You can set up an appointment or uh, also a list of places will be in the community. Uh, I would also like to highlight that we have some partners in our community, veteran service organizations. You earlier mentioned BFW. Uh, there are representatives in your community, uh, county veteran service officers as well, who have knowledge and uh, skills and can assist with filing claims as well if you don't want to come down to Pittsburgh. So uh, you've got resources right around your community as well if you can't make one of our events. Uh, Shelly Nolf, uh, in the last couple of minutes, I know everyone is familiar with the VA Medical Center, or at least if you grew up in the Pittsburgh area, it's up there on the hill uh, behind the University of Pittsburgh in, in Oakland. But are there other locations that people can get VA health care around Western Pennsylvania? Yes, actually, that's how we chose these locations for these events. 
They are all within about 10 or 15 minutes of one of our community-based outpatient clinics. Um, and then we are also opening a new outpatient clinic in Monroeville on July 31st. And then we do also have our H.J. Uh, Hines III campus, which is in O'Hara Township near Aspinwall. So coming up at the end of this month, as people are hearing this show, July 31st, there's going to be a, a big grand opening. And that, that is right in the heart of our uh, radio station listing area there in Monroeville. Where, whereabouts in Monroeville? Right behind the Macy's Mall. We, <laughs> uh, they let us, they give us, they sold us some of their parking lot and we built a brand new building, a brand new clinic working with the General Services Administration. And we are, we are very excited to begin treating patients there. So that health care for our uh, veterans is going to be closer than ever for people who are in the, the east part of Pittsburgh. Then. Exactly. I want to thank uh, Shelly Nolf from VA Pittsburgh Healthcare System. Also on the line with us has been Jennifer Vandermullen from the Benefits Administration at the VA. She's the director of the Pittsburgh Regional Office. We've been talking about the benefits that are available to our veterans, particularly those veterans who may have been exposed to toxic service or toxic substances while they were serving. Uh, if you apply by August 9th, you can have your benefits backdated by one year under the new PACT Act. To get more information about the PACT Act, you can call 1-800-MY-VA-411, or you can attend one of the benefits fairs that is coming up in the Pittsburgh area over the next few weeks on Facebook. Go to VAPHS uh, for more information. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Shelley, also thank you so much for uh, talking with our listeners this morning. Thank you so much for having us and for sharing this important information with our veterans. And thank you all for listening today. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.